Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Really appreciate you being here. Don't forget our Cruise Radio Insider Facebook group. Join the Cruise News and chat with us at Cruise Radio Insider. Just search that on Facebook. We always like to get your reviews here on the show. If you have one you'd like to share, shoot me an email, Doug at CruiseRadio.net. Teresa Russell just returned back from a seven-night sailing aboard Holland America's Amsterdam, and she's on the line right now. Hello, Teresa. Hi, Doug. How are you? Good, good. So, uh, yeah, all about the Amsterdam. Now, this is not to be confused with their newer ship, the new Amsterdam, right? Correct. Yeah, this is kind of a little, a little bit of an older class ship, but uh, excited to hear all about it. So before we get to the ship itself, let's take a step back. And uh, what made you want to sail the Amsterdam? Well, actually, I originally started cruising mostly with Holland America. And I just happened to be in Portland, Oregon. And I booked this cruise a week before it left. (laughs) So I thought, hey, I can just take the bus up there, the train. I have to worry about flights and why not go? And it also had Sitka on the itinerary. And I had never been to Sitka. Okay. So that was a real draw for me. Yeah, win-win. So you go from Portland up to Seattle and you board the ship. So how how was embarkation in Seattle? How was it for you? It went very smoothly. We got there early. We took the boat bus up from Portland, which I highly recommend. It's a straight shot from Portland to Seattle to Union Station. Then we took a taxi to, we were at the Smith Cove Pier 91, which is the one that's more north. Mm-hmm. And we got in. We were one of the first people to go through and register. Nice. So that was nice. Nice. So you were one of the first ones on the ship as well? Yes. Awesome. So you make your way uh, on board the Amsterdam. And what were your first impressions of the ship? Well, it was nice to be back on a Holland America ship. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things I noticed and I remembered from the past was their great collection of artworks. And this ship in the atrium has a huge astrolab, which is like a clock with a well, the astro part, the sky, the universe. So that was interesting to watch. And then you can do an art tour. You can actually get an iPod and walk around the ship, and it explains all the art to you. Nice. So it's it's pretty techy because, see, people think of Holland America, and they think of it being an old person's cruise ship. But I, I think they're getting away from that, what would you say, misnomer? Definitely a misnomer, like I said, and I was not an old person when I first started sailing with Holland. I'm kind of older now, but partially because it is summer, seven-day Alaska, there were not tons of, like, elderly people Mm -hmm. on the cruise that you might associate with Holland America. Mm -hmm. It's just so untrue that it's for old people. Yeah. In fact, the nightlife, every night it was hopping. Every night there were people dancing. There was a live band. People were very active on this cruise. And even if they may have been a little bit older, they were still people who were active. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you make your way through the ship and you go to your stateroom. So uh, you, I know you booked this last minute, but what kind of stateroom did you get? And uh, what were your impressions of it? We had an ocean view. Okay. And one nice thing about Holland America is the rooms are larger. Mm-hmm. So we had a sofa in the room. Nice. Which was very nice. We didn't even use all of our storage space because there is so much of it, so much closet space. It's really nice that you can move shelves around and organize the closets to fit your stuff most efficiently. Mm -hmm. So we really like that. Did, uh, Did you have a tub in your room? 
Yes. Yeah, I like that about Holland America. There's a lot of a lot of their staterooms have bathtubs. Yes, we had a tub and it was very nice. When we were in Juneau, we hiked up to Mount Roberts, mm-hmm. where the tramway is. Usually, most sane people just take the tramway, but we decided <laughs> to hike up there. So it was nice to have a hot bath. Oh yeah. After having done that hike. I'm sure. Let's talk about the food on Holland America because they have, you know, you're on an older class ship, but they do have the dining. They have the uh, Lido deck area, the buffet area, and they have the main dining room. And uh, I think they may have like the, uh, the, is it the Pinnacle restaurant they have? Correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's start at the top at the Lido deck area. What was your impressions of that area? The Lido deck was very nice actually almost elegant they actually have a little space in there for they have a specialty italian restaurant Mm -hmm. called canaletto and there was a ten dollar surcharge for that for dinner but that was really nice it had its own menu and you know it was just kind of blocked off from the rest of the lido and then the main dining room is la fontaine which does have both fixed seating First seating's at 5.30, second's at 8. But you also have what I call the Princess Bride option, mm-hmm. which is as you wish. Okay. All righty. You know, I, you were talking about Canaletto in the Lido Deck area. That's, that's probably one of the best deals at sea for 10 bucks. Oh, I agree. Yeah, and great Italian food there as well, which I'm not happy. They took chicken parm off the menu. Wasn't excited about that. That's like my go-to Italian dish. Yeah. <laughs> But everything else was good, though. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you said you mentioned the main dining room. Uh, you had as you wish dining. Yes. OK. And did you find it? Uh, were there any weights or were you seated automatically when you went up? there? Um, occasionally there were weights. Mm-hmm. And if we really had something planned for the evening, we made reservations, okay. which is a possibility. Did you? Do- and, you know, the weights are never, you know, usually in the evening we had nowhere to go. Yeah, sure. So the weights weren't really that bad if they ever happened, not more than 10 minutes. Did you do the pinnacle at all? Yes, we did. That was very nice. And besides, you know, having the great special menu, one night of the cruise, they turn it into Le Cirque, Mm -hmm. like the New York restaurant. Then they feature French continental cuisine. And you can do that, and you can also do that along with a wine pairing. So if you do just the standard dinner, it's $49. And if you do it with the wine pairing, it is 69 I have to say, Teresa, the Pinnacle Grill, probably to me, one of the best values at sea as far as a steakhouse. Because it's under, what, 30 bucks a person? Correct. It's $29. Yeah, that's awesome there. And you also, right. they have lunch as well, right? They do have lunch between noon and 1, and that's only $10. Ah, very nice. Talk about entertainment. You mentioned that there was uh, quite the nightlife on your cruise. So uh, what did you think of the entertainment on board the ship? The entertainment was good, and there's a wide variety. There's comedians, you know, the s- typical singers and dancers, a lot of acoustic. There was a solo guitarist, uh-huh. other acoustic music, classical music. They had a, a violin and piano duo. Mm-hmm. And they had the piano bar and music and dancing. They even had a disco. Nice. And that was always popular. What about uh, the entertainment around the ship uh, outside of the main theater, like as far as comedians oh. or bands or anything like that? They did have smaller bands, comedians, magicians. Nice. Very nice. Sounds like this is a- They have a culinary arts center, which I call entertainment. They had a guest chef, mm-hmm. George Gary. And he did some demonstrations for us. They had the ship florist come and do a 
floral arrangement demonstration. And that was interesting. Cool. One thing I, I really like about Holland America, especially on their Alaska cruises, is the fact that they give you a full Alaska experience on their ships, meaning that a naturalist will come on board and kind of navigate with you through this. Does that make sense? Kind of talk talk about the glaciers and where you are? Did yes. You, did you experience that as well? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That was very nice. We went through um, Tracy Arm mm-hmm. and Sawyer Glacier, and there was somebody explaining everything. You know, that's very helpful, especially if it's your first time. Yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure. Um, and they also open the bow of the ship for that, so that's very nice. Yeah, some some great photo ops if you don't have a uh, balcony stateroom there. Definitely. Yeah. We always talk about how the ships behave during sea days, in uh, Alaska especially, because when you're at sea, quote-unquote, in Alaska, you're really going between glaciers and all that. So uh, how do they behave both inside and out with the flow of the passengers and all of that during the sea days when you weren't porting? We were lucky to have pretty calm seas. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even though we are, when you go from Seattle, there's a a chance when you first leave to get into rougher seas. But that was very smooth sailing there and everywhere else as well. And we had a great day when when we went into Tracy Arm. That was a real bonus for us because, you know, depending on weather and conditions, you don't always get really close to the glacier, but we got very close. Nice. That's that's cool. How about as far as the passenger flow, both inside and out? Passenger flow was great. One thing I like about the Holland America ships, there are areas where the traffic doesn't flow through, so it Mm -hmm. seems like it's a more intimate space. Say the Explorer Lounge, you can be Mm -hmm. there and feel like you're in a separate room rather than in a place where, you know, traffic's always passing in front of you. And, you know, there's plenty of good places. If you want a quiet place, you can find it, Sure, which is very nice. This was a seven-night Alaska trip. So uh, how many ports of call did you hit on this sailing? We did Juneau, Ketchikan, Sitka, and Victoria. And which one was your favorite? Well, Sitka has to be my new favorite, but that's Mm -hmm. because it was new to me. But I still really enjoy Ketchikan and Juno. We were talking before we started recording about you going to Juno and hiking Mount Roberts. Now, most people do that on the tram, like me. Yeah, those are the same people who <laughs> yeah. do that. How long did that take each way? It took... Now, we only walked up one way. Mm-hmm. Like, for, you know, for some people with not the best knees, walking down would be way more difficult than sure. hiking up. But if you're familiar with where the tram is, you actually don't start the hike right where you see the tram. You go way to the other end of Juneau. So it probably takes almost a half hour to walk to the trailhead. Hmm. And then it took us an hour and 20 minutes to hike, which people who have hiked it before said it should take us about an hour and 20 minutes. And they were correct. Wow. An hour and 20 minutes hiking up and three minutes on a gondola going down. Right, coming down. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, uh, in closing here, Teresa, uh, do you have any been there, done that tips for either folks going to Alaska or for people who are going to be sailing the Amsterdam? For anybody who's considering going to Alaska and might think, oh, you know, it's too cold. We had wonderful weather. Alaska can be cold or warm just like any other place. Just prepare with good rain gear because the part where you cruise is in a rainforest, so that means it can rain. Although we we were lucky and had none. And Alaska, everything is bigger there mm-hmm. and beautiful, you know, and see it. Just get out there and do it. 
you were uh, you were mentioning the time of year you went. Um, what, what, when, when exactly did you go? Did you go early July or when was your sailing? It was early June. Okay, not yet. So just uh, just a, maybe like June twelfth. Okay, so like fairly the beginning of the season then. At the beginning of the season. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. And uh, in closing here, final thoughts of uh, Holland America's Amsterdam. I really appreciate it. The artwork, because I like art, the intimate spaces they had. Um, some of the classes they had were great, like they had computer classes, which those were very nice. And some of the shows were really good, the entertainment. I like that they had classical music, and they had movies with free popcorn. Okay. You know, that was nice. Gotcha, gotcha. So it sounds like it was a, it was a good time had by all, especially since it was a last-minute cruise for you. Yes, yes. No one can ever go to Alaska too many times. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to find out more about Teresa, head to EssentialCruising.com. That's her website there. Uh, Teresa, as always, it's always great talking to you. And don't be a stranger. Oh, I'll try not to be any stranger than I already am. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not, not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip. Online claims assistance and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.